Hey, besties. Today I have my guest, Clara Capano. She is such an amazing person. Clara is an international speaker and trainer, best-selling author, and executive producer of the Working Woman's Channel and Living Real TV. Today, we had a really powerful conversation about time management when it comes to finding success. Clara's passion is specifically helping women in business take back that control of their time and get clear on their goals without that feeling of burnout, which I don't know about you, but time has not always been on my side. And in many instances, threw me off my game of achieving my goals. So, you know, this conversation is a must listen as we chat it up and give valuable tools and tips to taking your power back and using time to your advantage in building those better than you could have ever imagined dreams and visions. As always, I'm bringing all the juice directly to you. So sit back, grab some snacks and let's get into it. All right. Hey, besties. It's good to be here. at your girl, Amanda Yoa. Today, I have my guest, Clara Capano. It's great to meet you, Clara. How are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. And Amanda, thanks so much for bringing me on the show. We are going to have a powerful conversation and get everybody amped up and focused. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's rock. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Before we dig into our topic, I would love to hear a little bit about you have the Working Woman's Channel on Living Real TV. So amazing. So I'd love to hear a little more, you know, how you started that venture. What did that journey look like for you? Absolutely. So COVID was good for me. (laughs) COVID gave me a time to hit the pause button. I am a professional speaker and corporate trainer. So I am one of those road warriors. And needless to say, having a, a six to nine month hiatus gave me a chance to really work on some other projects. My my heart space is for working women, professional women, especially professional moms. And we wanted to create a platform that was going to give them sort of the real conversations behind everything that we see. So many people just put on the highlight reel and we wanted to get into the down and dirty of what it really means to be a professional woman in today's society. The first show, which is my show, it's called The Working Women's Channel. And what I do is I interview women from all different backgrounds and we talk about the struggles and obstacles that they have had to go through on their path to success so that we learn about some of the trade-offs that it takes. We talk about the importance of how to start over and how to keep getting up on those days where it's really hard to get out of bed. So I've had amazing guests that have talked about things such as overcoming addictions. I had one of my guests, her son was kidnapped by the ex-husband. I have talked with people who have had to file bankruptcy and break some of the cultural norms that their families have set. So it's just been a beautiful journey. And then the second show, which is called Living Real TV, I did that with my business partner, Carissa. And it's basically, if you were to bring Oprah, Ellen, and The View together, and they had a baby. That's what we created. So it's real conversations. Yeah, it's real conversations about real life with real women. And so again, we just do kind of more of a panel where we just open questions and we talk about everything from parenting to relationships to sex to habit forming, everything that women need to know. So it's been amazing. And they just light me up inside. And we've had so much fun just sharing these real stories and giving a foundation for women to know that they're not alone and that together we grow stronger. That is so inspiring. 
and diving in to really focus on our topic today, I'm sure time and time management was definitely important in creating a vision like the one that you've created for yourself. Let's discuss for the women in our community who may be feeling a bit overwhelmed with even the thought of starting a new venture or doing something for themselves in regards to having the time. A lot of times we feel like I don't even have the time for that. Like what would be a focal point to beginning that process for themselves, to creating that vision and dream and making it their reality? Absolutely. Well, one, I just want everyone to know, first and foremost, give yourself a little bit of grace. We do have a lot to do and there always will be a million things going on. So one is you have to start really making it a priority because the things that are a priority are the things that we get done and realizing it's it's those small everyday steps. The old adage that the journey of a thousand miles begins with that one step. So it could be as simple as carving out just time to whiteboard it, to just write down what is your vision? What is it that you want to accomplish? Knowing that you don't have to do it all now. A lot of these visions that I had were started 10 years earlier, but it takes time to understand it and knowing that everything has its own season and everything has its own time. So I always created an an idea folder. And so every time I have an idea, it goes in the idea folder. And what I do is every 90 days, I pull out my idea folder and based upon my goals, based upon my timing, what I have going on, I then say, which of these ideas are the best ones to implement? And I have ideas in there that have been in there for years. It's just not the right time. But that helps me to not lose sight of all of my ideas and again, to strategically approach them. And then I think to get past the overwhelm, when I choose an idea, I then list what are all the steps to it? There may be three steps, there may be 30 steps, but what are all the steps to it? And then every week, I just, what can I do? Can I do one step? Can I do three steps this week? And I just take a little bit at a time. And then you have to block out the time to do it. Just like with anything, it has to become an appointment. So whether you're going to have a time for reflection, whether you're going to have a time for working on those to-dos, you've got to time block that time in there. And again, it doesn't have to be hours at a time. Even 30 minutes a week, if you have 30 minutes a week, that adds up to time. And when you can work on those, it really grows. I'm working on a new project right now with two other women that I'm collaborating on. And it just started with a conversation over coffee. Now we're brainstorming and the entire new program probably won't start for 18 months. But meeting every couple of weeks and just having these conversations, it just starts with that one one step. Yeah, I love that. One of the things that stood out for me, and it was something that I totally resonate with with my journey and setting forth and doing goals and finding the time is really that collaboration piece, like getting together mm-hmm. with other women or whoever you want to get together with and and having those conversations, putting your ideas out on the table, because I think a lot of times we keep them up here like in our mind, and they don't really go further than that. But when you start making that forward momentum, even if it's having that conversation and saying, hey, you know what, like, does this sound crazy? Because a lot of times it's not crazy. You just think it's crazy because it's like outside of your comfort zone, something you've never done. Yeah, the collaboration was so key because again, we all, when we come together, we just feed off each other. And like the two women I'm going to be collaborating with now, we all met 30 years ago. 
And we always knew we wanted to work together, but we didn't know how to make it work. And so I think, again, that idea of working together with someone, it builds that energy. It helps bring in the direction and it brings in a sense of that community because so that you're not so alone. Also, I think part of the collaboration piece is asking questions. Go and seek them out. So, you know, for podcasts, find other people that are doing the things you want to do and learn from them. You don't have to just go and start from scratch. And we have to remember that others have had their journeys and success leaves clues. So for me, and a lot of my successes as a speaker, as a writer, as a podcaster, all of these things, I have done a lot of time picking the brains of those women who have done these things already. So again, knowing that you have this amazing, vast community of knowledge, go and seek them out. Most people I have found are happy to give you 10 to 30 minutes of their time because they remember what it was like too. So use that and learn from them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes that could be a wrong first step that people make when they have an idea or something that they want to do. They don't speak to somebody who's already doing it. They speak to someone who hasn't done anything like that. And a lot of times it's like it brings up our natural response. Our brains are structured to keep us safe. We might bring that idea up to our family members or our friends who aren't doing that thing. And they're like, and comes the doubt. And well, what if it doesn't work out? How are you going to make money? How are you going to find the time? And before you know it, your dreams are knocked down and you're like, yeah, that was crazy. And even think that was possible. So I, I truly resonate with that, encouraging people to really seek out and know that People who are already doing the thing who are three or five steps ahead of you, it's okay to reach out and ask for help. A lot of people are really helpful in that way. They want to help. They want to see you succeed because like you said, they know how it feels. They've been in your shoes, starting out in your business venture, whatever you're doing. They've been there and they've done the thing and they know the value of that wisdom for the people who are already doing the thing. So I love that. That's such an amazing tip. What would you say to those women who... Maybe they're already in their business and they're knee deep in their dream. They're knee deep in their dream and their vision. They're knee deep in their bullshit, basically, to the point where they're like, I love what I'm doing, but I'm so burnt out right now. I I am overwhelmed. And this is just not bringing me joy the way that I thought it would when it comes Mm -hmm. to finding the time and managing our time. What would you say to those women in our community who are feeling completely overwhelmed and kind of stuck due to lack of time? And that that is going to happen. And one understand that that is part of the process. And sometimes we have to pivot and we have to adjust. And I know for me, in part of my training, I went through this maybe about a year ago. I was really, again, kind of losing that excitement. And I felt like I was just going through the motions. And I really was teetering with, do I want to continue with this specific arm of my business? Because it's very lucrative, but again, it wasn't bringing me that same level of joy. And so I took a step back. I did take a couple of months off and I went and I did some soul searching and I really started to reconnect with my why. What is my why? Because your why also may change over time. You know, my why when I was in my 20s, when I didn't have kids and I didn't have any responsibilities, it's all about making money. As it's grown over the years, I was in a transition period of sort of making a name for myself, transitioning into my why now, which is all about impact. 
And when I sat down and really revisited, why am I doing all of this? And for me, it's about impact. My goal is to impact a million lives this year. And when I really connected with that, I found a new energy because now when I was showing up, it wasn't to get people on this new path. It wasn't to just teach them to be better at business. It was, again, to help transform them. And I found a new energy, a new revitalization, and I could feel it. And it really kicked off in about October and November. And I am back and I am on fire and I am lit up on the inside. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, it is okay to stop and put hit the pause button and revisit it. Revisit why. What is the real message in here? You could be burned out because you're not working with the right people. Sometimes I know early on in my career, I would be coaching and training people, but they really weren't my target audience. So it was exhausting to have to show up and do these things because we just were not in alignment with our messages. And so again, it could be that you have to pivot on who you are working with. It could be time for an overhaul. Again, you might need a makeover like Madonna. You might need to reinvent yourself, go into a new area. So I think, again, understanding that it is part of the process. You will feel burned out. You will feel tired, but you got to get back in there and again, reestablish because pivoting is part of the growth process and understanding that. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. I think it's it's such an important piece to embrace the pivot and know that the power of time and time management isn't always a constant doing. Sometimes when we think of how can I manage my time, it's like, how can I get the most in the least amount of time? But time management for me is also knowing when to, like you said, embrace those moments of pause. Because a lot of times we get ourselves in those moments of trying to set out and do the thing and we get that resistance and we're we're constantly hitting that dead end and we're like why is this not working why am i not succeeding in what i've been setting out to do and in reality it's like you're resisting that pivot that's presenting itself to you and if you would just take the step back use your time to pause replenish yourself yeah. you would see you know the opportunities around you that you're kind of like blocking out cuz you have that tunnel vision of having that one outcome yeah. And it's it's a common thing, I think, for a lot of go-getters, a lot of women entrepreneurs, because we're so set on our goals. And a lot of times, a lot of people are, have that A-type personality where they have to ABC. I'm, I'm saying it because I'm, <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm like a shark. If I stop swimming, I'm going to die. So it's yeah. like I always have to have my hands. And yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And one of the things I, I teach people is that when they do their schedule and they do their time management and time blocking... The first thing that goes into their schedule is their life because we have to have that kind of downtime and time to to rest our brain, to rest our hearts, to, again, reflect and do that. And again, learning from the best. I learned these by studying the patterns of other successful people who said, this is what I do. And I was like, okay, Yeah. So one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, what if you have this vision for yourself, this dream for yourself, and knowing that it could be possible, but you know, just trusting the evolution of life, knowing that, like you said, things are always going to change. What has been some of the things that have come into your life, knowing that you've trusted those pivots? Women like to hear that, those victory stories, and as a form of inspiration. 
take me down your road of, of some things that you've accomplished by allowing yourself to just trust that journey and knowing that within time comes that success that you've been building for yourself. And it has been a process. And I will say it is something that I struggle with because I like that instant gratification. I like things to work and we all get frustrated when it doesn't work quite the way that we do. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it has just been time and maturity. But I started with really leaning in to others around me and surrounding myself with others who believed in me before I could believe in myself. And thinking that if they're bringing me in, if they see something inside of me, something must be there and working on that. I think the idea of really asking others when I was stuck asking, I don't know if this is working. I feel like I'm not moving forward and having them share their journey with me about how they felt the same, surrounding yourself with those people so that you realize it is normal. And I think the more that I heard and the more that I started to understand that the process was successes and failures and you go forward and you go back and learning that everybody has these moments of questioning. That is what taught me to lean in and sort of trust the process more by understanding that it's always going to be trial and error. And even when you're at the top of your game, you're still going to have to remorph into something else and you're still going to have failures. And I think that gave me sort of that sense of, of peace and surrender so that now when I hit that wall, I don't panic as much. I just sort of say, okay, let's rework it. Let's adjust it and adapt it. And so I think what I would suggest to people is if, again, you're feeling that apprehension. And it's funny, you asked, I actually just got a text message from a friend of mine and said the same thing. I feel like I'm just failing. And I was like, welcome to the success. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I just needed to hear that today. And when other women are out there, when they're feeling stuck, again, really go and observe others, talk with others, because we look at them and we're like, oh, they got it all dialed in and nobody has it all dialed in. Everybody yeah. is constantly reworking their processes and constantly growing and tweaking it. And that's, that is part of the entrepreneurial and part of the success journey. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's so true. The evolution of who we are comes the evolution of our business and mm -hmm. keeping that open window and trusting that process. Trust the process of as you grow and as you ascend in life yeah. and mature in life, so will your business and gaining exactly. that clarity for yourself and those wisdoms that you take with you just allows you to keep building and creating what it is that you want for yourself. I love exactly. that so much. Also, yeah. And I think also that one quote that life happens for us, not mm. to us. Yep. And so sometimes when I'm feeling that way, I have to go through some of my past failures, even my divorce. That was a failure. But if that didn't happen, I also wouldn't be where I am today which is a great place. So I think also putting it in perspective and looking at some of the other areas where the pivot actually brought us the beauty to just remind you that it is going to be okay and it does work out. And just remembering that a lot of these pitfalls, a lot of these stumbling blocks is whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, faith, whatever you believe in is trying to put you back on the right path of where you need to go. Love it. All right. So putting a bow on today's convo, which I just, I, I wrote that down and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start using that for all my yeah. <laughs> wrapping up all I my like interviews. It. Sounds snazzy, right? So putting a yeah. bow in today's convo, if you had one piece of advice and this may be something that you may have already said, but say it again, because it's powerful and it's going to give women that 
inspiration that they need to to do the thing. So one piece of advice for future entrepreneurs, what would it be when it comes to helping women in business take back that control of their time and get clear on their goals without that feeling of burnout? Yeah, I think that the number one thing is really get clear on your vision. Because when you have that vision, that is the rocket fuel inside your belly that will help make the disciplines a priority for you. And it's so much easier to show up and to do the work when you know what the driving force in. And then just to piggyback on that for one more little nugget is, again, progress, not perfection. Knowing that you don't have to have it all done now. Every day, if you just do a little something, those little somethings all start adding up to the big things. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today to chat. It's been such a pleasure. I'm definitely going to take notes when I listen to this episode again, because I know there's been some juicy wisdom here that I know I can benefit from. So many women who are considering starting a business who are already in their business and need to take their power back when it comes to managing that time, have that flow and freedom. So thank you again. Let everyone know where they can find you and what you have going on right now. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So the best place to find me is my website is just claracapano.com. And that'll have links to all my trainings, my speaking and all of my books. The big thing right now is book number three is going to be out in July and it's going to be a success manual for the mompreneur. So it's sharing a lot of my gifts, my tips and strategies for all those working moms out there. And then again, if they want to check out any of the shows, that's the Working Women's Channel and Living Real TV. So thanks so much for allowing me to be here and share and to be a resource for all those women growing and putting their empires together. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed besties till next time. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening, bestie. If you love what you heard, spread the word, screenshot this episode and post it on your social media. Don't forget to tag your girl. If you would like to show some further love, give this podcast a review over on iTunes and be sure to follow our Empowered Hype House community Facebook page. Super grateful for each and every one of you. Together, we create the next level self. Till next time, I'll see you in your home. <laughs>